0: Today on the news and why it matters, we have got the latest on impeachment. So the House voted uh, to impeach him, obviously, but then they don't want to give it to the Senate. I don't know. It's really weird. We'll get into all of that. Uh, Also, actress Kate Beckinsale says that healthier marriages uh, usually happen when the people live apart. Because that makes a whole lot of sense. We've got a lot to get into today at Turning Point USA Student Action Summit live from West Palm Beach, Florida. It starts right now. <music> Welcome. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. As I said, I am in sunny, not so sunny, it's kind of rainy actually, Palm Beach, Florida. Today is the start of the Student Action Summit for Turning Point USA. We are really, really excited. We've got two... Turning Point folks here. We've got Alex Clark, host of Poplitics with Turning Point. So happy you're here. Thank you so much. I always love when there is a fellow female. It's like we are surrounded by, I mean, here, we've got Chief Content Officer Benny Johnson here as well from Turning Point. This industry is so male-dominated, we never get women. And two, uh, brunettes. Yes. <laughs> two brunettes rocking it and I'm not sorry. trying to bleep her, her brunettes.
1: <laughs> you uh, hair, okay. no, wait a
0: minute. Your hair is not brunette. You have dirty blonde hair. It, it's it's a I little bit, I would call it sandy blonde maybe. Yeah. not a amount
1: of men in this industry, I'm just going to be silent for the whole rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stage a silent protest.
0: Uh, no. We uh, want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. We've got a lot to get into obviously. First, we want to quickly thank our sponsor, American Financing. So if you have a, you know, maybe you were looking at refinancing your house. Maybe you are just looking to buy a new one because you're like, hey, interest rates are really great right now and I don't want to wait until they go back up. American Financing is your go to. They are a family owned business and um, they are salary based. They're not commission based. They're not looking for what's the best kickback for me from these financial institutions. What's going to make me the most amount of money? No, they really want to put you guys in a situation that is right for you and your family. My husband and I just worked with them because uh, we were looking at do we want to buy a house? Do we want to do a new build? And they actually told us um, if you do a new build, they're going to be able to give you a better deal than we will, but here are the things that you need to be looking for and asking them for to make sure that they give you the best deal. They're like, they're talking themselves out of business. I don't know how they do it, but they are going to make sure you are in the right solution for you. You got to go to AmericanFinancing.net, that is AmericanFinancing.net, whatever your loan is for, they can take care of you there, AmericanFinancing.net. So impeachment gate, it finally happened, it finally, I mean. It was a really solemn, somber day. (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, There was a lot of black, uh, grieving probably sorrowful crying, uh, but it finally happened, obviously, the uh, the Democrats voted to impeach President Trump. Now, there were, I believe, four. Were there four Democrats who voted against it? Uh, Colin Peterson, Jeff Van Drew, Jared Golden, and then uh, Tulsi Gabbard voted present. She, I guess, was trying to stay in the middle, stay neutral in this conversation. Um, and I want to get into kind of what y'all's thoughts are on how this has all played out, why Nancy Pelosi is now saying she might not send the articles of impeachment to the Senate for a trial uh, until maybe January. Want to get all your thoughts on that. But first, let's listen to Tulsi explain why she only voted present at the impeachment vote.
1: So after doing my due diligence and reviewing the 658 page impeachment report, I came to the conclusion that I could not in good conscience vote either yes or no. I am standing in the center and decided to vote present. I could not in good conscience vote against impeachment because I believe President Trump is guilty of wrongdoing. I also could not in good conscience vote for impeachment because removal of a sitting president must not be the culmination of a partisan process fueled by tribal animosities that have so gravely divided our country.
0: I mean, is that not just a cop-out? I think this was a huge missed
2: opportunity for Tulsi because this was her chance. I mean, she has a lot of Republicans are interested in her. This was her moment, I think, to fully steal some people.
0: You know what I mean? If she wanted to, and she blew it. Yeah. She blew it. Yeah. Benny, what do you think? I mean, to me, I'm like, that's a total cop out. You just don't, you don't want to be remembered as someone who went, along with this because you know it's wrong, but you also know the blowback you're gonna get from your own party if you stand up against it.
1: So you're playing right now conservative hero bingo, all right, (laughs) first you blow Kamala Harris out of the water on live TV. Yes. Just end her career. Yeah. <laughs> and then you blow Hillary Clinton yeah. and the rotten to the core Democratic Party. Remember yeah. the tweet? The tweet yeah. heard around the world? Yeah. Who doesn't remember? Blow up Hillary Clinton, you at her even. Yeah. Oh, my God. Savage. <laughs> Epic. And then you decide not to vote for impeachment. I think just the vote voting present yeah. and explaining that yeah. is a real nod to the major problem with his impeachment vote. Right. Uh, which is just, you Without know, saying it though, right? Without saying yeah. it, yes. But she's, you know, she says here, listen, I'm not going to vote for a completely partisan process. Mm-hmm. And all she's doing is taking the lines of the Democrats just a couple of months ago mm-hmm. saying, Adam Schiff, Nancy Pelosi saying, we won't vote for something just on a partisan line. This has to be bipartisan. Right. And right. so she's sort of doing what she's doing best and earning her a lot of cult following among conservatives, yes. which is throwing it back, throwing the hypocrisy See, yep. Back into the establishment Democrats' faces.
0: I what was the most interesting part of what she said? I was like, wait, the impeachment report was 658 pages of what? Yeah, <laughs>
1: exactly. yeah. how did they fill 650- <laughs> <Yeah. Mad-libs. laughs>
0: 658 yeah. pages of something he did hurt our feelings? Right? Yeah. Yep. Fill in a, a noun here, a verb yeah, here. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Nailed yeah. it. Uh, so to see Hunter Biden, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ukraine, charisma, yeah. right Aww. there, guys. That's uh, adorable. So So Nancy Pelosi obviously said she's not going to send the articles of impeachment to the Senate now. Uh, She says, well, we're going to wait until we know that Mitch McConnell is going to give this a fair trial. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. Uh, the House is actually... They're the investigatory body. They're the ones who were supposed to make sure they called all the witnesses, mm-hmm. make sure they had all of the information surrounding this before they handed it over to the Senate. Yeah. So do you, do you really think that that's why Nancy Pelosi is holding it back? Or do yeah. you think that there's another reason, Benny?
1: So was this like a screenplay written by J.J. Abrams? Like, yeah. is this like Lost? <laughs> right. Or, uh, you know... Bizarre. The Last Jedi? Like, yeah. is there all these mysteries we're supposed to find out in the Senate? That's not the way... It's supposed to work. No. But for people who claim and who are grasping so desperately to the Constitution, (laughs) they sure haven't read it because this isn't the way it's supposed to happen. Right. Ever. Right, right. Uh, It's being used as a political cudgel because they have a sad... That orange man bad. <laughs> yeah,
2: bad. Alex, do you agree? Right. I absolutely agree with that. And the thing is, you can tell that they're making it up as they go because now it's just like, well, we just don't know if it's going to be fair. But <laughs> what are they ever going to think is fair unless the Senate votes to remove him? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So they're, they're always going to say that it's unfair. Yeah. So the, yeah. it's just disingenuous.
0: So yeah. let me ask you, Alex, you, of course, you host politics where you try to kind of bridge politics and pop culture. I right. know you are the pop culture guru. Uh for for a turning point. And I mean, really, for all of us on social media, (laughs) I know I look to you. Um, But you you focus on pop culture. You're not in our political everyday, we are looking at every single thing that the Democrats and the Republicans are doing every day, Benny and I. You don't do that so much. What do you think the average person who is outside of this world, what do you think that they think of all of this impeachment? Okay, so
2: I actually... I have two opinions on this. When I'm thinking about when, when I'm talking to my friends in the middle who are either in the middle, strictly, or just totally apolitical, they really have no idea what's going on. Because I have mm-hmm. those friends that are like, Alex, I don't understand how you do what you do. I don't understand any of this stuff. <laughs> the two things I'm hearing, and it's very black and white. Yeah. On one hand, I'm hearing, well, he's getting, in- or he was impeached. That must be bad, right? I don't know that I would want to vote for an impeached president. He mm-hmm. had to have done something. Mm-hmm. So they don't understand that or you have the people that understand that it's a total sham from the Democrats just because they don't want him to get reelected. They're so scared of him getting reelected that they're just making things up. Yeah. So you have two people on both sides of the aisle. And so I'm very curious, in 2020 to see where people are going to lean. Mm. Are the middle voters, are the people that don't really follow this closely going to lean with, ooh, impeachment sounds like a scary word, right. or are they going to go, this
0: whole thing is bogus? Right. So we'll have right. to find out. Uh, you know, this is just live TV. We just got, we, <laughs> so what this is, is it's actually a soundtrack to the show now. We've just got a soundtrack now that we're playing. We hope you enjoy it. Um, Benny, what do you think? Do you agree with Alex? Cause I do, I feel like a lot of my friends who are, you know, they're not in this world all the time. They still see what's happening. And even if they're watching it on CNN, which they're not getting the full truth, they still are thinking to themselves, this isn't right to do to someone.
1: Yeah. So for me, this feels as though they have decided on the outcome before the jury mm. trial. They found the criminal before, the before trial. they found the yes. crime. Mm, yeah. That's good. And the refusal to send it to the Senate is just the glaring, Mm-hmm. perfect encapsulation of what a political process this has been. Yeah. The weird part about all of this is that as the hearings went on about impeachment, polling for impeachment went like that. Yeah. So the longer the hearings went on, the more witnesses they called, the less people wanted impeachment. Among Democrats, among independents, certainly among Republicans. And the day they voted for impeachment was the first time that they went completely underwater. Mm -hmm. And the vast majority of Americans said that this is a sham process. Mm -hmm. And so you are really like, you're not just jumping on the sword here. You are like jumping, you know, going down completely with the ship on this thing. Yeah. And I do feel as though there is this part, this politicization of this mechanism is really disgusted, disgusting, Mm -hmm. the American Mm -hmm. people. And, you know, we'll see in 2020 what the results are. See, that's
2: what I don't understand with the polling as the impeachment hearings were going on, the polling of the American people saying, like, yikes, like, I'm not really on board with the ship. And they still went through that. I thought maybe... Last night they were going to do a 180 and they were going to change their mind. Be like, they, they were going to see that yeah. the American people were not on board yeah. with this, yeah. but they still went through that. I was actually holding out hope that maybe they were going to change course at the last minute.
1: Aww. <laughs>
0: that's adorable. Like, after, <laughs>
1: if you're trying to pick someone up, you yeah, are right? And you're trying to like yeah. lay on yeah. your best lines and your best moves, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That's what these hear- this hearing was. Like, it was like, here's our best case, yeah. right? And, and like at the end of the night at the end of the night it's like, you're like no you're paying for your own here, drinks here's here here's so how I look at it
2: the Democrats right now are, are kind of you, you're in the talking okay if you think about this like dating the Democrats are in the talking stages I love um, <laughs> on the dating app with the American people so right yeah. now you're trying to get them to ask for your number yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> they they almost had it if they wouldn't have gone through with impeachment and now the polls are going getting what's like they're not going to want Go on a date with you, no. Democrats. Yeah. She's now not they're not just that the creepy guys now. hitting yes. your DMs. Yes. Yeah, exactly. that's what Dems are. They're just that's like, it. hey, hey, hey,
1: hey. Here's a picture of my penis. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, see, right. that, that's where we're going. So No, we went there, Benny. We went there. Um, <laughs>
1: this is the time where I just go
0: back. The women are doing the talking now. Right? Yeah. No, but I mean, you do bring up, I, I understand what you mean when you say you would think that they would just finally get it because the American people are explaining it to them. They should be
2: courting us. They're trying to win us over.
0: Yes, because you saw, I mean, how shocked they were that Donald Trump even won, right? In 2016, that would have been, I think, if if they had any sort of logic, their wake-up call that, hey, we're doing this the wrong way. The American people don't like what we're doing. But instead, they've doubled down on it, tripled down on it, quadrupled down on it. Instead of realizing and backtracking and trying to reset.
1: Yep. Why do you lose places like Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin? Why do you lose mm. Pennsylvania? Mm. Why did the entire blue wall collapse, fall? Like you're, not li- you're not listening to the voters. You're not. Right. I mean, do you think you're going to win back these blue-collar voters, these people, that, these uh, suburban white families that you lost in mm. catastrophic numbers by doing more extremism? I, You know, you have to sit there and be very scared thinking in 2016, wow, maybe they're going to realign. They're going to win back the unions. Mm-hmm. Democrats are going to really understand they have a major problem with working class rural Americans. Yeah. It's in the exact opposite. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, before we go to break, I do want to get both of your opinion on... We don't know what Mitch McConnell is going to do. You know, he's kind of floated the idea that they would just, you know, vote to acquit him. Um, he could decide to hold a, a full trial and call a bunch of witnesses. Call Hunter Biden. Oh, call You know, call I mean, which, oh, give me the popcorn. Call I would, yes, call, call whistleblower. the whistleblower, yeah. whose name is Eric Charmella. Okay, we all know
1: it. So I'm just going to go ahead and get that out there. Oh, um, if, you I always, time, if you say it three times, he appears. <laughs>
0: really? <laughs> yeah,
1: <it's laughs> like, really? Do you have to Mary. turn around <laughs> yep, in a mirror? Yep.
0: Uh, and, you know, so part of me longs for that, Mm -hmm. but I know that, you know, he has a couple different options there. Um, Alex, what do you think would be the best one for the American Ooh. people? Do you think that they should see this full trial come out? Or do you think that they should just acquit him or vote not to, to take it up and be done with it and move on? I
2: almost think maybe they should do the full trial so that for those people that I was talking about that aren't following mm-hmm. this closely, they finally get some answers they and it. they can just see how dishonest they are. Yeah. Without that, maybe it kind of makes conservatives look like we're trying to push stuff under the rug and just get it over with that right. might look worse on us yeah i agree what do you think
1: benny i think that bringing it to a full trial validates the house process mm-hmm. which is the major issue here yeah. the house process mm. we heard that this was an emergency that this had to be done in the dark of night this had to be done quickly hurry 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 mm-hmm. get this done it's not the way that any of this is supposed to work yeah. it's not supposed to be done on a partisan lines let's remember the only bipartisan effort here was against impeachment yes. Yeah. Against impeachment. You have presidential candidates for the Democrats, Tulsi Gabbard, saying that she's not going to support impeachment. Right. Y- you have a major issue here, and if you bring it to a trial in the Senate, what you do is you validate the process in the House. And so that's the tough position Mitch McConnell's in. What I want to ask Alex is which television judge should oversee the trial? Oh. oh. Um.
2: You- you know who would be funny is Miss J from America's Next Top Model. Just, oh wow! Just very, just very dramatic, <laughs> darling. How, you know what I mean? Like lot, lots of oh my goodness, lots of gasping, a lot, lots of it. making them walk. Let's walk down the runway. Let's compete against each other. Like make it fun. Let's just go through the whole. is Judge show. Judy? That's judge what Judy's I was going to say. That's oh, really like, good. They're nonsense. Yeah, Don't throw on the my the gavel. Line and tell me it's hey, raining. Yep. Conservative tea, as we say on my show, politics. Uh, I have a lot of people, insider
0: information, that have told me that Judge Judy is very conservative. Oh, I would believe that. No, yeah. I would totally believe that. Uh, all right. When we come back, New York Governor Cuomo proposes a new law that allows women to claim they were raped after consuming alcohol. What could possibly go wrong when we return? Before we get back into the conversation, we want to thank our sponsor, Overcomer, which is uh, the number one inspirational movie in America right now. And it is available for not only Blu-ray and DVD, but also digital download. So Overcomer is from the Kendrick brothers, uh, who obviously they're like one of the most beloved faith storytellers. Um, They were behind Courageous and War Room, which were both huge hits. If you are looking for a good holiday movie, you're gonna be with your family. You're gonna be celebrating Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever it is that you celebrate celebrate and you're going to be gathered together. This is a really great one to get all of the family together and watch. Uh, it, is a, it is a film filled with a powerful mix of faith, a twist of humor, a ton of heart. It tells a story about a high school basketball coach who uh, you know, he, all of a sudden he loses all of his team. There's this manufacturing plant in town that shuts down and they all move away. And then he gets stuck coaching cross country, which who wants to coach that? That's boring. There's only one person on the team. But somehow, this relationship uh, is made, and it really is. It it turns you into a cross-country fan. That's how great the movie is. It turns you into a cross-country fan. you got to go to overcomermovie.com. That is overcomermovie.com. Uh, digital download, Blu-ray, and DVD release, overcomermovie.com. So Governor Andrew Cuomo, oh, man, he's great. He has proposed legislation that would close what he calls a loophole in rape law. He says that prosecutors cannot bring rape charges against an accused person if an accuser voluntarily consumes alcohol, but he wants to change the state's definition of those who cannot legally consent to sexual activity to include someone who is conscious, but allegedly too drunk to consent. So... He wants to give it a little, well, you wake up the next morning, you decided you were too drunk to consent. Now you can bring up rape charges against the person that you previously had consensual sex with. Alex, what could possibly go wrong?
2: Yeah, I was. Ju- that's exactly what I was just <laughs> going to say. Okay, every girl, I mean... <laughs> so many girls Mm -hmm. that happens where you might hook up with somebody and if you regret it it doesn't mean that you were raped Mm -hmm. and this is just such a slippery slope and this is when i think about bills and things like this happening it just shows how far the feminist movement has gone that every man is demonized it's so unfair Mm -hmm. um and i i just i can't imagine how many things could go wrong with this and also This whole idea of, like, why drink alcohol? I can't be held responsible. Does this also apply for DUIs and drunk driving if you hurt somebody drunk driving?
0: You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. this doesn't make any sense. Right, right. Well, and why is it, Benny, that it's somehow if the man's drinking and the woman's drinking, Mm -hmm. the woman gets a pass because she's drinking, but the man somehow... Doesn't. Doesn't.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Makes no sense. I believe that this was played out on a big national stage just a year ago with the Brett Kavanaugh nomination, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where you saw a horrifying precedent begin to solidify Mm -hmm. where anyone can accuse anyone powerful of horrible, horrible sexual acts. Let's remember, they accused him of gang rape. Mm -hmm. They accused him of multiple times gang rape. And these women came forward... Cataloged, Washington Post, New York Times came forward saying, I lied. 100% made up, I never even met the man. That's terrifying. And what happens to Brett Kavanaugh? What does he get back? Yeah. Where's his reputation restored? Yeah. It's been ruined for an entire generation. If you actually yeah. believe that garbage, and is that the new precedent that you're going to set for males or women? There's no reason that this can't happen to women or males. Right. Where just fake accusations get made up about you to destroy you if you happen to become powerful or influential.
2: Yeah. And and what's the what's the limit here for alcohol? It, one glass of wine? Does that count where you can you know you can't be held responsible for your actions, mm-hmm. or is it ten beers? Because here's the Thing, depending on how much I eat in a certain day. I could have one yeah. glass of alcohol and I can be wasted because I'm a tiny person, <laughs> yeah. or I could have four and be totally fine. I'm yeah. completely sober depending on how much I eat <laughs> right before. So it's just like, how are we going to uphold the standard? And also, what about same-sex relationships? Going. We got our going. I know. What about same-sex relationships, though? You know what I mean. Know. This seems like it applies to men and women, but okay, what about people that are drinking that end up hooking up and regret it if they're in a same-sex relationship? Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, none of this. Has any type of standard. Yeah. No, you're totally right. You're totally right. Well, and, I mean, I just think it's sad that we've, we have a, a culture now that women are still screaming about equal rights, but that's not really not what equal. they want. You're not holding. So, yeah, the guy has all <laughs> this responsibility. You have none if you're drinking. You're right. Yeah. I don't understand, Benny, how... And I know you are happily married, right? But... How do men even date in 2019? I mean, I don't... It's, it's got to be terrifying. I have a seven-year-old son. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how he... Oh. How he, how does he navigate this when you could be accused of all sorts of things? 40 years later, your reputation is tarnished. Like, do you need a, a contract before yep. you take a girl out on a date? Will you please sign this saying what I can and cannot do? I mean, it's
1: crazy. My wife and I talk about this all the time, actually, Yeah. where we're saying... We met the old-fashioned way. Yeah. Like, I actually had to physically speak with her and, like, talk with her and yeah. then take her out on a date and they hold her hand. Open the door for and her. And open the door. Like, it's so old-fashioned now. Yeah. It's yeah. unbelievably old-fashioned yeah. now. No, I mean, today, people date and then break up and they never even met each other. Right. And, and it was just an anime character the whole time. So I'll tell you what, guys. I'm, I'm speaking to you, young men. I'm speaking to you. Find yourself a good girl the old-fashioned way. Treat her right. Put a ring on it. Respect her. Mm-hmm. You won't have to worry about all this alcohol stuff. My wife got me a wedding ring made out of Woodford Reserve bourbon staves. No way. Okay? What? So you'll be able to have both. You'll be able to have your favorite drink and your marriage and be just a happy dude. My recommendation, young guys, find yourself a good girl, marry her, Star family. How
2: is it that every single time you talk about Nurse Kate, I always f- hear a story
0: that makes her ten times cooler? Like she
3: keeps getting cooler
0: and cooler. <laughs> I don't understand. I just okay. So my husband is the director here, and he just said in my ear now. I, I now I have to get him a new ring. So th- <laughs> thanks a lot, Penny. There we go. Thanks a lot. Well, Woodford. thanks a lot, Nurse Kate. <laughs> now, now I gotta up my game. Bourbon over barrel here.
1: wedding ring. <laughs> That's yep. awesome. All right, back in a minute. <laughs>
0: We go into uh, overtime. Want to make sure that you guys know where you can find these lovely people who just made their maiden voyage on the show. Benny, <laughs> Chief Content Officer of Turning Point, and you—you got If you're not following Benny on Twitter, uh, you, you're like you're missing out. I mean, it was life-changing when I started following Benny on Twitter. You've got the best, the best memes, the best Been videos. By the president, how many times this year?
1: Multiple. (laughs) The president loves memes. That's the thing. We have a meme lord president. That's the best part. It's it's true. We have a meme lord president, and the political world has finally come to me. I've always loved memes. I've always loved humor and politics. I believe it's very important to ridicule our powerful people in this country. (laughs) Right. Uh, And that's what makes us America, quite frankly, because you can't do that in a dictatorship. Right, right. So that's what I – it's great. The meme world has come to politics completely. They are one and the same now.
0: The left can't meme, but Benny Johnson can. Correct. And then, Alex, tell everyone uh, where they can find Joe. So I cover pop culture from a conservative perspective with
2: politics on Instagram, at poplitics with Turning Point USA. Uh, it's... The first time this has ever been done in the conservative movement, a strictly pop culture show. So it's a really good introductory point mm-hmm. for people that are new into politics or aren't sure if they're conservative or especially with college age kids, high school age kids. If you're trying to get your kids to get more
0: involved, this is a good one because who doesn't love talking about the Kardashians? <laughs> I would agree with that. Now, I will say the guys who are usually on my show, they don't want to talk about the Kardashians with me. Of course not. So that's, that's all right. Th- Have me on, Sarah. We'll Yes, do exactly. That's what I'm saying. We're changing over to <laughs> stories now. All right, we're talking about the Kardashians. Uh, don't forget, if, uh, if you need a last minute gift for someone who, you know, just like loves America and also conservative media, you can use a, a promo code to get you $20 off of your annual subscription to Blaze TV. It is the perfect gift for the fellow Patriots in your life. You got to go to blaze slash news and why. Use promo code news20 off. Not only, not only will you get $20 off, you will also get a 30 day free trial. But. You're not going to need the trial because you already know that it's going to be awesome. Okay. You've got News and Why It Matters with awesome guests like this. You've got Glenn Beck. You've got Chad Prather, who will be joining us shortly. You got it all. BlazeTV.com. Go there now.
3: Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the News and Why It Matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at BlazeTV.com.
0: So we brought in Fellow Blaze TV host, Chad Prather, at just the right time. Welcome, Chad. It's
3: good to be here. That was a weird little introduction, how you just kind of eased it into, like, do I even want to introduce this guy? Well,
0: no. I was going to say that we brought you in at just the right time because we're about to talk Jeffrey Epstein. Perfect timing. And if you guys have not gone to Chad Prather's YouTube, or it's also available on Blaze TV, uh, but if you have not gone to Chad Prather's YouTube and watched his three-part expose on Jeffrey Epstein, you've got to go watch it. It's so good. And it's not even, it's not, did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? It's looking into his life and the people who he surrounded himself with. Yes. and the thi- Oh, girl. This is the number one thing that I'm still interested in is this
2: this mysterious list of all the names that we haven't heard about coming out with mm-hmm.
0: this scandal. Mm-hmm. That's what I am desperately waiting for. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the plot thickens with this whole Jeffrey Epstein, did he kill himself? Was he offed by someone? <clears throat> Hillary Clinton. I don't know. <laughs> 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 Federal prosecutors reveal in court yesterday that the surveillance footage from outside the jail cell of Epstein during his alleged suicide attempt in July has gone missing. Now, this obviously is the suicide attempt that they talked about and they said he was on suicide watch and, you know, this and that. So this wasn't the actual when he ended up dead. Uh, This was before from July. But so the uh, the lawyer in court said, I don't know the details of how it was lost or destroyed or why it wasn't retained when it should have been. It is on the surface troubling. I'll reserve judgment until I found out more details. Well, he can reserve judgment. I ain't gonna. Yeah. What, how in the world is it possible that all of these tiny little things have just, oops, fallen through the cracks? Just a coincidence. Yeah, the, these are the worst hitmen
3: ever. <laughs>
0: like,
2: they're so obvious. The worst. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I had to convince Glenn Beck on his radio show of the conspiracy theory so I might be the first person in history that had to convince Glenn of a conspiracy (laughs) but the the, the Epstein that fascinates me is the one who reinvented himself after 2008 who Mm -hmm. wanted to come out as this colleague of scientists and doctors who Mm -hmm. was into cryogenics and transhumanism and and, really immortality and all of a sudden he kills himself? Why is a guy who wants to live forever and try to reproduce himself in a generation of young girls by giving them his seed in New Mexico and, and creating this generation of Epsteins why does he kill himself it doesn't make sense so you're right these are bad hitmen. these are guys who just thought they were going in to bump off some guy and it was just going to be taken nope. care of and yeah we'll kill the cameras and the lights and nobody will see anything Right. but I, that's my passion I, don't, I want to get to the bottom of this thing because it matters it matters mm-hmm. not because of Jeffrey Epstein if Jeffrey Epstein's dead I hope he's dead uh, he, he deserves to be dead yeah. it, but we also deserve to know these people who were involved I and mean, we're sitting here West Palm Beach Florida. this is the heart of where this whole thing started Mm. right here uh when when things just really went south for jeffrey epstein and it's still going on we don't know yeah, yeah. A lot uh, of what was
2: uh, so interesting for me with this story when this all finally came out is, to my friends um, who aren't necessarily political, they always thought I was a conspiracy theorist when I said there are billion-dollar pedo rings being run in this country, or yep. you you know, some of your favorite celebrities are involved yep. in these. This all been, this has been going on for, you know,
0: forever. Yeah. And they all were just like, that is some crazy stuff, Alex. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And then this happened, and it's like, oh, people are waking up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like it's one of the the only things that can unite this country right now. That's true. Is yeah. There's some going on with well, Jeffrey I think, Epstein. I think we've stuff.
3: realized in this impeachment situation uh, uh, just an old truth and that is nothing unites people like a common enemy mm-hmm. and yeah. we've seen the left really come together over Donald Trump we're seeing the country come together in a big way and at least we can agree that something's going on here and we've thrown around conspiracy theories that are out there that are pretty wild and I enjoy mm-hmm. them every now and then my mm-hmm. editorial producer Candace Ortiz whenever kids were reading Goodnight Moon she was trying to figure out who killed John Benet Ramsey uh, you know here she was at six years old <laughs> trying need to, to be figure out with her. Love that her. way I love yeah the and uh, she did awesome investigative work for us but that's the case now people are starting to see there's a lot going on in this country that's beyond the pale yeah that they just don't realize yeah
0: uh, moving on to actress Kate Beckinsale she has suggested a solution for healthier marriages she said to women's health magazine that marriages would be healthier if partners lived in separate houses so she said I think more people would do well married if they didn't have to live in the same house being married is kind of easy which is not true uh, it's the whole living with the person thing that is, quote, a lot. Uh, and she said, I also think that it's that for women, especially, it's common for us to mentally subjugate our needs to whoever else is in the room. So if you have a husband, a boyfriend, kids, parents, you just basically, you know, you go along with what they want to do instead of what you want to do. And it should just be all about you all the mm-hmm. time. Alex, feminism, yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: well, th- what is, okay. I am not married yet mm-hmm. so when I think about this I mean I'm thinking well what you're describing then isn't marriage so but ahead. then I know Chad is like this is the secret to a happy
0: marriage <laughs> <laughs> so
2: see I'm, I'm trying to figure this out Yeah, I yeah.
3: spend I spend over 200 days a year on the road so I understand the logic behind it but as a man with a wife three dogs a cat five kids and a vasectomy <laughs> what she said was the easiest way to be married is just don't be married right that yeah, marriage right. is about a union it's about being together coming together and learning how to live with somebody who is absolutely different from you? It's like driving a, a dynamite truck through a nitroglycerin plant. I mean, it, it, that's what marriage is. Mm-hmm. Mars Venus come together, live together, and you and you, you that's that's that union that makes it a, a miraculous relationship. Mm-hmm.
0: That's well, and that's why I think that you can tell that she really has no idea what she's talking about when she says being married is kind of easy.
3: She's the vampire, right? right? Yes. She's the, she played yes. the vampire. She's smoking hot now. I don't mind saying, like, she might be in the top five. Once upon a time, I don't. Know. No. <laughs> but
2: see, what um, she's saying though about how we shouldn't be expected to be selfless right. in a relationship, which I can speak to is just being in a relationship in general, is so wrong. And that's why we're seeing such a decline in, in m- getting married, mm-hmm. especially with millennials. And we're, I'm sure we're going to see that as Gen Z gets a little mm-hmm. bit older in the next few years. Is this idea that everything has to be about me, me, me? You'll never have a successful relationship. You'll never yeah. have a family if that's going to be your attitude. Yeah. No one, like, no relationship. Relationship can sustain each partner having a me-me-me selfish attitude, right? So she's she's absolutely wrong. Yeah
3: There was a study that came out a few years ago that said especially in the advent age of social media That people are changing careers at least seven times before their mid-30s So if people can't even decide on what they want to do with their life and career They certainly don't know what they're wanting to do in marriage And so what we do is we take our dating life, which is just a series of practiced uh, Marriages and divorces if you will Mm -hmm. and we just take that mindset into a marriage and that's not at all what it is when you consider the concept of covenant. But hey, we're Westerners. We don't understand any kind of covenant concept.
2: Yeah, Yeah, that's just someone growing up not having any idea what making a real commitment is. Right. Switching your career and doing all that stuff. Now, I did switch from pop radio to (laughs) politics here with working with Turning Point USA, but that's my one career change. Politics. My one, yes. It's still sort of the same.
0: Yeah. It's 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 within the same, yeah. Uh, All right, moving on to... The United States of America pageants is being sued by a beauty queen contender. Her name is Anita Green. uh, She is biologically male and transgender. And she is suing because she was denied a chance to compete in Miss Oregon because, I mean, she's... A male. At some point in
3: time, it, they, you know, Miss America got rid of the swimsuit yep. competition. Now they need to have a weightlifting competition, <laughs> and let's see who can who can whip each other.
0: I mean, it, it's so the eligibility requirements clearly spell out. It says you know you got to be between 13 to 17 years of age, a U.S. citizen, a natural born female, a resident. I mean, possess a vagina. All yeah. right, like yeah. these are all things that you would think are very reasonable eligibility requirements for <laughs> the Miss America pageant. But somehow uh, this person says that they have barred him from being able to compete. Uh, she says, this is about giving minorities a voice. I, I believe I'm beautiful, and I want to set an example for all women, cisgender and transgender, that beauty doesn't have to fit into specific molds. Well, if you're cisgender or transgender, you're not a woman. Right.
2: <laughs> and I am so sick of hearing about feminism and hearing he, he, people talking about feminism when everything that the progressive left is doing is taking away from women. We're the ones that are getting pushed to the side Mm -hmm. with all of this trans Mm -hmm. movement Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. There's going to be nothing left for women. No sports, no beauty pageants, we have nothing. What, I just, the question that I don't understand, I can never get an answer for is, what makes you a woman then? You know what I mean? That's a great point. What yeah. is it? Yeah. What is the? I don't understand.
0: If you say you are, yeah. If you just you just feel like it, and yeah. therefore you are. It's well, insulting. It's trivializing. It it's ridiculous. Oh, they have they've completely abandoned women. Right. The left has completely abandoned them yeah. now in favor of transgender. I want
3: to get all the guys together. We're gonna to have a foreskin rally. That's what we're <laughs> gonna do. That's our answer to the Me Too vagina hats. Oh and my god! You know, in the age of Me Too, and then this whole idea of of sexual harassment and the objectification of women and stuff like that, <laughs> you know, now you have these transgender like the folks that are coming along or people who identify as another gender or sex or whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry, man, when the Havana kicks in, <laughs> it takes over, baby. It takes over. It's the, ultimate, it's the ultimate demonstration. Go back to giving uh, Caitlyn Jenner the Woman of the Year Award. It's oh. the oh, ultimate man. objectification of women because basically we say, you're not important. Yeah. You're not important. Yep. We want to we wanna pick those who identify. Those are the ones that matter. Yeah.
2: Well, the uh, trans movement is going to be on the chopping block next when they start to normalize pedophilia, because that's how where it's opening absolutely. the door. Sorry, I'm going to say it. I'm not afraid to say it. Absolutely. Don't, don't, don't be afraid absolutely. to say it. I never
3: apologize. <laughs> well, it
0: sounds like there's a party we got to get to. So uh, let's get to the poll for today. Is it a smart, strategic move for Nancy Pelosi to hold the articles of impeachment from the Senate? To withhold those, uh, let us know what you think. Alex, we talked about this earlier in the show. Is it a smart, strategic move for Nancy Pelosi to hold the articles of impeachment from the Senate? The the optics are not good. Makes them look even worse,
2: like they're trying to cover stuff up, which they are. But it's just going to look even worse to the middle American voters. Right. Yeah,
3: I think what would be wise is for Donald Trump to fire Brad Parscale as his campaign manager and hire Nancy Pelosi, (laughs) because with all the billions they could have spent in campaigning, just (laughs) in this whole scenario, she's done more for his 2020 re-election purposes than anybody else could. That's Epic. a great point. That's yeah. a great
0: point. She, maybe she's like, she's his, he's yeah. hiring and her. No on, hate to Brad. The, I love Brad. Under I'll the table. Him. Under Whatever. the table. I can't afford him, but yeah. Uh, let us know what you think to that poll question is is it a smart strategic move for Nancy Pelosi to do that you can go to The Blaze's Twitter that is of course at The Blaze guys thank you for being here especially mm-hmm. you oh yeah
3: I wish you were I wish Absolutely. you were closer and we'd have and she said it unmarried
0: she did she did do you have any do you have any comment on that Alex Um,
2: I may or may not be dating somebody but not married yeah not married so she's not single so don't be blowing up her Twitter inbox
3: and crap like that you guys are weird we'll see you
0: guys tomorrow Tomorrow again here from uh, Not So Sunny, Florida. (laughs) When I started the show, I was like, this is not funny.
3: Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at BlazeTV.com.